Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
Society Online Radio, um, and uh, this will be the last Peppermint Cat show. So uh, we're going to be having a debate today. Uh, we're going to be welcoming back Pat Green, leader of the Direct Democracy Ireland Party, who was with us yesterday, Tony Brasher of LawGen.org, Brian Charbois of Opinion, and our own Nick Greco will debate whether local direct democracy or worldwide direct democracy should be the focus of our efforts. So with that, I will bring on Nick. Nick, are you there? I am. Can you hear me? Yes. How's it going, guys? Doing great. Good. Excellent. So, um, so how did you do Go ahead, Stephanie. I, how did you want to? Uh, did you want everybody to introduce themselves? And uh, yeah. we'll start from. Okay. I'll, I'll have uh, Tony Brasher introduce himself first. All right. Just uh, say my name and what I'm working on. Yes. Okay. Um, yeah. My name is Tony Brasher. I'm based <laughs> out of uh, the West Coast, Pacific Northwest. Uh, basically very inspired by the Occupy movement and working on a technology to facilitate that kind of uh, that kind of change. 
specifically lodging.org. <laughs> Thank you, Tony. Uh, Pat Green, please introduce yourself. I am Pat Green. I'm based in Ireland, the Republic, or at least it should be a Republic. Uh, I'm leader of Direct Democracy Ireland. We are uh, one of the fastest growing, I can say, uh, political parties in Ireland. It's slow, but it's faster than any of the others. And we hope to bring direct democracy to Ireland so that the people can have a better say in their their uh, in their country, in their nation. That's basically me. Thank you, Pat. And uh, Brian Charbois? Hello. Um, is every, uh, can everybody hear me? Yes. Yep. Yes, okay. Uh, I, uh, my name is Brian Charlebois. I'm in Edmonton, Alberta, Canada. Uh, and I'm a, an advocate of a world democracy, having one system for the entire world to work on. And uh, so that's, that's my big uh, push. Okay, thank you. Thank you, everybody, um, Stephanie. I believe everybody introduced themselves at this point. Okay. Um, I guess we'll go with uh, Brian first. Uh, Brian has a very set mindset as to how he feels direct democracy should be implemented, and maybe he can describe for us his thoughts. Okay. Well, um, my system, um, we've named it Your Opinion, and that's spelled Y-O-U-R. And that's U-P-I-N-I-O-N. And uh, you can search for that on Google or anywhere. And it's an extremely simplistic system. <clears throat> and I would really like to start off with the main reason that we feel that uh, a worldwide system is critical. So uh, to begin with, all the big problems of the world today all require a worldwide effort. So we're not, uh, the feeling is that we're not going to be able to move forward with solving things like global warming, uh, poverty, uh, wage um, discretion, or, uh, uh, or income disparity or what have you between the rich and the poor, and uh, all these other big problems. So the only way to tackle them is on a worldwide basis. And so I'm going to start with a little analogy here that I, uh, that I like to use. And it is, uh, I wish you to look, um, look on the problems as if you were in charge of the world. <clears throat> if you were the leader of the world and you actually wanted to know what the opinions of your people was on any issue to be able to solve these problems, um, in order to find out what people want and their will, is, um, you doesn't make sense to build hundreds of different systems. We look at what's going on right now. Mark Zuckerberg is attempting to shape Facebook in a way that it can help facilitate a worldwide democracy. So they are going to be one major player in this that they've already announced. Uh, Twitter is already a major player, and they, um, they're not even uh, looking to do that. That's not their goal but yet the people have used them as a means of a petition and have successfully put in laws and changed laws with the use of Twitter. And uh, so therefore it becomes, it is the working system at the moment. Um, 
there are many other organizations which everybody, um, most of the people in this group, each have their own methods that they feel that they want to bring in a form of direct democracy locally. Now, if each of these all exist, they are all collecting data from different areas of, of people, different communities and different groups of people, overlapping and uh, borderlessly some and other ones are within borders. And so we have this big montage of people. So once again, if you ruled the world, would you want to have possibly thousands of different organizations all trying to find out what the people's will is and every one of them doing it, you asking different questions or some not asking questions at all, some working in totally different means uh, and then try to figure out what the world is trying to tell you. It becomes impossible to get a clear voice from the people of the world. And uh, so that's a problem. I worry that in 10 years, well, actually in about five years, there will be some, uh, a large variety of different organizations all trying to express the people's will and none of them getting everybody and all of them dividing up the, the, the voice of the people and making it so it's so mucked up that we can't understand what the people want. So if you're ruler of the world, does it not make sense to have one system where everybody works in the same system and um, so the answers are clear and you only have one voice from all the people, you know, everybody's voting in the same platform. So you get a, a clear majority of one thing or another that they are trying to tell you. There's no discretion in it or no uh, discrepancies. We know exactly what people are trying to say. Uh, the other thing is to be able to build this institution uh, that's trustworthy and everybody trusts it. Um, so if you build one institution, this is a much clearer way for everybody to speak. And then we can solve some of the big problems of the world, uh, climate change and what have you, uh, with this type of a platform. So I'm going to start off with that. And later on, I'm going to talk about why this... Um, why this is a, a safe way to go, that we don't have to worry about uh, the education of the people. I mean, it's not like we don't have to worry about it, but we can't. Anyway, we'll get into that later. But I, I just want people to try to argue against the fact that one system would give a clearer voice. So uh, somebody want to take over from here? I was yeah, going, I can. I, I, yes, I was going to call on you, Tony. Yeah, uh, well, I would just like to ask if anyone here thinks that it wouldn't be the best if there was one great direct democracy system that, that took over the whole world and we were all using it. Does anyone here think that's a bad idea? Yep. Oh, I do. I do. Pass. Okay, Pass. let's hear it. I do. Yeah. Okay, let's hear it. Oh, so, yeah, okay. I'll take it from here if that's okay, Stephanie. Sure. Yeah, it's it's not so much that it's a bad idea. It's as it's presented um, by the first speaker. I'm sorry, I'm not great at names, but as it was presented by the first speaker, it seems to me that that is the primary goal. But I think myself that that is a jump far too, way too far for the average person just at this point in time. Direct democracy itself is hard enough to get around. 
what a world direct democracy would frighten them, to be perfectly honest with you. May I speak uh, to that? Can I just just, just finish this Go one ahead. thing? Um, it was a question. Yeah, that if you have a world direct democracy system and you have a ruler, and I might sound a little bit pedantic, but I have difficulties with the word ruler or description ruler, that if you have a ruler, that one ruler can only deal with issues that are at that level. For instance, you've got within Switzerland, you've got the, the various cantons and then the various levels from the cantons up to the National Assembly. And if you use that system on a global scale, I think that's what's really required because you cannot have, I do not think you can have, a system where you have basically one assembly, one government controlling the entire planet. I do think that you can have some form of an assembly an agreed assembly among various from various nations, representatives there, similar to the United Nations, which is a failed system, I might add. But similar to that, but if every country has direct democracy running similar to the Swiss system, I'm not saying Swiss is, is perfect, but it's the best we have as an example right now, that if we have that system within each nation, and then the nation feeds up to the... Um, the, the one world assembly but I don't wouldn't call it a government I'd call it an assembly but you know with, with common goals most people with the direct democracy right around each nation generally speaking the wisdom of the crowd will will, um, will, will prevail sorry go ahead yeah can I answer that one Stephanie before you give your question sure okay uh, I've your Pat, you're slightly misunderstanding yeah. me. Um, the what we want to do is just supply a system that counts the votes, and we're not changing any governments anywhere. So much like Facebook exists now, and or Twitter exists now, and we get a sense of what people are trying to tell us sorry, through Twitter. Sorry, sorry, gentlemen. Uh, Stephanie, are, am I losing you or? Am I losing just the speaker? No, can, can you hear me hear now? You. We can hear you fine. I can hear. Yeah, I can hear you. That's okay. Go ahead. No, I, I, I only I, I lost some of the conversation. Go ahead. Sorry. Okay. Well, let me start again. Um, I want to stress that we were trying to. What I am trying to create is an organization that only counts the votes. It's not a form of government. So uh, every government would still exist in their own country, but they would get their a large or a great deal of information from us about how their people feel about whatever issues are going on. So we are a system for people. I should give you a quick rundown here just to let you know. My system is a massive data bank of opinions, and we're going to accept opinions on everything, not just what's obviously political. So it's just this massive data bank of opinions, and from that it works like uh, petitions work. So if somebody is upset about something the government's doing, this is where they can place that opinion. Other people vote it up, and that acts now. It's, that information is there for any government to use. If they use it, that is up to them. If they don't, well, they'll probably lose power. Okay, that's a bit better, a bit clearer. Yep. Yeah. Okay, so... Uh, again, the 
the, the thing the, the the original description was a little bit loose in comparison, but yeah. I would have. I think the the concept I would have in my mind, based on what you are saying, would be that there would be this assembly that that sort of information can be sent to. Then they can direct uh, nations to what, you know in in what to do to achieve the goals of the people. Is, would that be what you're thinking of? No, actually, uh, we are just providing the information. It is there for the governments to use. And if they don't use yeah. it, then their people are likely to, uh, to, uh, to become upset with them and likely to, to force them out of power. So yeah. that's the likely outcome. We don't, uh, we don't send this information to anybody. We are just a data bank, and anybody can access it. Yeah, did I did I misunderstand you then when you said if you were the ruler of the world, wh- wh- where does that come into? Oh, it? Or that yeah, okay. Here? Where that where that comes into Jim. it is that's how I that's how I think every individual should look at the problems of the world. They should look at it as if they are the ruler of the world. Every one of us. Okay, that's sovereignty. Yeah. Hello. Yeah. So if you look if you look at it from that point of view, would you prefer that everybody was speaking to you? Through a million different sources, or through one source. So, really, what you're saying, you're you're a, um, a depository of information that nations can go to, or, or governments of nations can go to, to say, listen, these these particular opinions are playing on the minds of the people, and we need to act. Yes, I, I, yes, that's getting very close, and I I expect to. Um, uh, uh, I, I think Tony's uh, system that he is, as well uh, advocates for is a system that we don't look at just what is typically politics. And I have, uh, I have, yeah. I have framed every, I have framed everything in the sense of opinions. Uh, he's doing it in a different way, but everything uh, I, I have framed everything in the means in us in, in the realm of opinions. And I have done this to, um, uh, because uh, it covers far more categories, it covers more area, and um, it's everything that doesn't exist now. You, you don't have more a area than right now. what? Did you just make a comparison any... between our sites? Because mine's just as flexible no. as yours. No, I didn't. No, I, I was making okay. a comparison to, to what is else uh, out there now, uh, uh, like for the internet. The internet doesn't have a place that you can place your opinions and vote them up. Or a place even, um, yeah. you know, everybody, like everybody's Reddit, trying to but... create something like this, yeah. But nothing that's permanent. So I, I, you should have, uh, Pat, you should have taken a look at my website before you before you started. You would have known all this. Yeah, that would, have, that would have helped. Unfortunately, I have, the, day, the day job gets in the way quite a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So uh, okay. No, it, 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 at the same time, anybody who's listening would, you know, It'd be interesting yeah. to, to tease things out over the air. Okay, actually, so, you know so, what though, uh, uh, Brian, I, I know yeah. that you're not trying to uh, organize a world direct democracy, but for those that, because uh, there are people there that that are trying to organize it on a world level, and that's going to be next to impossible until you uh, organize it locally. Uh, because uh, I'll give you a great example, and and Pat could uh, weigh in on this. The European Union was designed to uh, basically uh, unite uh, Europe together into, I guess, one one country, like similar to the states. 
But there's yeah. too many divisions. There's too many divisions right now, and that's religion is huge. Um, yeah. Culture is another one, and economics is another one. So um, um, I have to interrupt there just to say that nobody is thinking about changing governments in any place. I I, I don't think uh, Tony is thinking uh, that, and I'm not thinking that at all. No, 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 no. I never said you were. I never said you were. I said there's people besides you guys that you guys are not thinking that. I I know that. But there are people that I've I've come across online that they're saying that we should do something similar to the United Nations. Can't do that. It's it's impossible. Uh, Can I? So we got to start. Can I? That's not that's not an argument for us at all. We're not arguing that. No, no, it's not. It's not. It's an argument for people. That are out there now, who yeah. think organizing something on the on the global level is going to work? It's not going to work. Not now. Gentlemen, yeah, thanks. Uh, as regards the European situation, um, you're quite right. It is a. It started off as an economic union, and it's it's morphed into a federal state. Uh, it's a very similar to the United States, but um, with much much less democracy. Uh, Yanis Varoufakis. Is that possible? Yes, we we have. Have a, you been here? Yeah, believe me. Believe, <laughs> okay. Believe me, yeah. we, we have a thing called the Commission over here, and the Commission dictate to the Parliament what needs to be done, and the Parliament uh, answers to the Commission. It's like the TPP now, Council. You already have of, one. Yes, okay. none of the Commission them. are elected. Yeah, none of them are elected. No, yeah, well, we're, 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 we're getting off topic here because nobody yeah, I'm, at this I'm group trying, wants to discuss this. No, okay. I, what, I'm try, what I'm trying it to get is... It might be valuable to discuss. Hey, yeah, you know? No, hang, hang, on, hang on, gentlemen. What the question was, should we be, be going towards a global direct democracy yes. or a local direct democracy? So the feed into that is that Yanis Varoufakis... Greek, the ex-Greek finance minister is yep. trying to bring direct democracy to Europe. Now that is quite a large population. So when you talk about global direct democracy, that's what I was trying to lead into. Now the point I'm getting is that if we are to try and lead to a global direct democracy, I think that is an extremely difficult thing to do because right at this point in time, the the average person, the average Joe on the street, and Mary, don't even understand that they're not free. They believe that the representative democracy that they have is working perfectly, mm-hmm. because they get to tick a box every four years or five or, years or, or seven, is, depending. On or that this is the best you get. That's uh, very common too. This is the best. This yeah. is the best system available. Yeah. And it, and that is down to an, uh, a lack of education in democracy and how democracies work. And also Absolutely. in a lack of education in what sovereignty means. And I go back to the book I mentioned last night by Thomas Paine. Uh, it was about the um, the rights of man. And where did they I come think, from and where did they emanate from? I think so, we're way off topic. Uh, no, we're coming back. It's all about direct democracy. The point being is that in direct democracy, each person has the ability to to initiate a referendum. That's what direct democracy is, in my opinion. That is, that is the fundamental aspect of direct democracy. Now, as regards governments working on various um, opinions, say, for argument's sake, whichever uh, depository of these um, opinions is there, 
and somebody goes and say, well, 80% of the population is thinking about this particular topic, and then the government acts on that topic. That is a form of direct democracy, but is more of a participatory democracy than direct. The direct democracy requires the ability for an individual to initiate a referendum. That is where the direct aspect comes from. Can we change so, the topic then to uh, participatory uh, di- direct democracy then? Because I think no- that a world, a worldwide participatory or partic- well, the way you're saying it, just say whatever, democracy, direct democracy, that's what I want to create. And I think that's what Tony wants to do too, isn't it, Tony? No, actually, I want complete decentralization of governance process. How, how, Tony? Okay. Go ahead. Tony can, can, Tony, can you explain a little bit more what, what, you, what yeah. you want to do? Are you going to lead directly to law? Tony, go ahead, please. Okay, I thought I had a question there. Um, basically, the idea is for uh, direct representation. So, ultimately, you have a system that makes a decision, and you have these power players who are called representatives. Right, and they were supposed to be the specialists in how to craft policy. We were supposed to depend on them as the experts in how to make good law. But what we have found is that their expertise is not based on reading through the materials, analyzing from different perspectives, like like um, an academic or a scientist would. Their goal is simply to get more power, and we've seen this for many years now. So my the theory at Lodgin is that we don't need those guys. We we can actually organize ourselves, but there's a number of design challenges because people are ornery and they're brainwashed and angry and frustrated. So there's a lot of design challenges and that's that's why Lodgin is such a complex website. People have a hard time wrapping their minds around all the little features because people are gonna have ego fests. But uh, it's not impossible at all. It, each one, each challenge is just another design challenge. And uh, I'm eager to get this thing online and prove to people that communities do not need a representative at all. I was, Are you understanding that, Pat? I, I, I'm understanding that, yeah, perfectly. The difficulty oh. I see with it is that human nature kicks in. Yes, that's and a primary design challenge. That's every, everything. Uh, the reason, otherwise, we would just have a Craigslist for ideas. It would be easy. Can I just can I just continue a little bit with my thoughts? Okay, go ahead. That you have a, a situation where people basically log on, say what they have to say or do what they have to do, and then the the uh, information is spat out the other end, and decisions then are are made as to how to implement that it's based not on that certain forms. But, uh, no, but for the purposes no. of conversation, we need to simplify it I mean, it a bit. technically, you could call any form of governance that. That's such a vague description, it's not useful. I yeah. would appreciate a different one. Okay. I, I'm, just trying to un- I'm just trying to understand in a very simple manner. Yeah, it, that's great. But it, just it, remember it, that, it that, that literally applies to all, form of go- all governments or people come together, they talk about ideas, and then they spit out solutions. Like... That, you could call a dictatorship that. So um, basically what, what differentiates the, um, the direct representation model from others is that you have um, a very exquisite refinement process and a number of checks. Like uh, 
if people are trying to make a decision in a certain city, um, only people who are connected to that city can can be a part of that decision. There's a, there's a number of barriers, but um, there's not that many, and none of them are, are actually limits. But, uh, They're just design challenges. But who initiates the debate? How does the debate in, how is the debate initiated across a city? Oh, that's easy. Um, so, uh, first of all, this isn't uh, just political stuff, right? So, this is a, it's kind of like a wiki for people's solutions to problems. So, you would uh, think about something that's bothering you. You would go to that space, um, be it your city. You could literally type in Christmas. Uh, you could type in anything and be talking about problems in that space. And if you click on a problem, it shows you all of the solutions anyone's written about or thought of, right, with the highest rated on top. And that's not, that's not done yet. Um, those, those solutions are just like one idea for one problem. In law, you see it's very useful to combine things and sort of have uh, something that brings money in for the things that will take money out. So you don't want to have a linear process like that. You want to have a place, a third section, where there's propositions. And so people are proposing what they would like to see happen in Portland and or, or wherever, and they see uh, the consensus or a lack thereof. And furthermore, they're given a large number of tools that would take me a while to explain um, that enable them to debate things openly in a dynamic way where you can see the individual importance of individual arguments rather than just um, us making caricatures of each other. There, there won't be right or left. There will just be problems and ideas and propositions. Solutions. Yeah, hopefully. So uh, the question is, I have is who um, who then takes on the role of enforcing or solving or putting in place the procedures that's or part the of making a lot. Or enforcement is part of legislation. So just the same way that the government doesn't enforce anything, they have a budget that goes to an enforcement uh, branch, shall we say. Um, people can opt for that. It, you know, I think. In the distant future, society uh, will look very different. You know, we might not have police uh, if we if we learn how to uh, create abundance. Um, that might be a thing of the past. But for right now, people need to know there's a there's a nine one one they can call, and some people are going to come and help you out if you need it. You know, people like that. And so when people say tax tax is theft. Um, it's it's tr it's difficult because it's that's when it's going to the oligarchy, but when it's going to your community, that's not th that doesn't have to be theft at all. That can be a beautiful, positive, healthy thing, and uh, many many places will choose to use that for a long time until it's evident they don't need them anymore. So, when it comes to enforcement, that kind of will work the same as it always has, except we'll, it won't be heavy-handed. It won't be. Uh, dictated by the oligarchy, it will be dictated by the masses, what they want in their city. You see, then you 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 have to break down what what constitute the masses. Is it fifty plus one? Is it sixty six percent? No, no. Uh, we're going to start off with a seventy percent consensus. The idea is that that's a high consensus, and it's difficult to achieve. But the idea is that instead of trying to get a law cast and then uh, it's like a really you want to get the majority. law and half the culture is going to hate it. 
uh, instead of you trying to like dominate the other half of society, what, what this is built around is the idea of reaching a true consensus. So the debate token, when you drop those in, um, it, it, you state your thesis argument, the, the main argument that everything is all about, and then the, the layout gives you a section four, arguments that are for the, that, that agree with the main thesis or the main argument of the debate. Um, it gives you a section for arguments against, and it gives you a third uh -huh. section for arguments that are another for or against, and you can see the ratings of the individual arguments. Same. So that if you're say say that you're trying to like do sex ed or something, um, and you want that 70% consensus, you're not trying to uh, impose anything on anyone else because because you're, you'll never reach your 70% consensus. We like to place it higher. The idea is you're going to have to look at what bothered them. And and to synthesize something everyone can live with. Can I can mm. I step in here for a second? Yeah, please. Okay. So, um, I like both these projects. I mean, I support them fully. But right now, I, I think it's uh, for a lot of people. Believe it or not, it's a little complex to introduce like, an online. Well, that's because I'm we, explaining it though. If it's, if it's just uh, no, no, no. But Anthony, but hear me out. Same for hear all me of them. For one second, all of them okay? are like this. See, right now we're in the public. No, they're not. See, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh, okay, so what Pat's trying to do now, right now in Ireland is he's trying to introduce a new old idea to people because they're stuck in this left-right paradigm, okay? Yes. So that's hard in itself. So if you understand where I'm coming from, to organize direct democracy, you have to start out locally. But you have to try to make it as simple as possible and try to use examples that can relate to people. Now, Lodgin... And your your opinion, Brian? Is that what it's called? Yes. Yep. Okay. Sorry. Yeah, they're great. Like I support both these ideas, and in the long term, yes, I can see that uh, playing a huge part. But what I'm talking about, and I don't know if I'm off topic or not, but I'm talking about the now. I'm talking about organizing it now and try to make it as simple as possible so people can, you know, catch on quickly. Because to be honest with you. I mean, we got to try to implement direct democracy as, as quickly as we can. And I think if, if we if we start introducing this technology, I think we're going to – I think we're going to – I don't know what the word is, but we're going to uh, really clog the system up even – make it more complicated if if that makes any sense to you guys. That's one can theory, but there's, there's, a, there's an alternative theory, and I'll shut up. I just, let me, just let me finish it, okay? The okay. theory is that if a direct democracy movement has – a proof of concept they can point to where uh, maybe other cities that have adopted it more strongly are loving it, or maybe not even a whole city, maybe just uh, nonprofit groups. When, when we have a technology that's really working for every community that turns to it, um, then direct democracy can have more of a face. Rather than being um, some words and no one really knows what to think of it, you can point to something and be like, this is what we're hoping to make happen. Um, and it should it should make your life easier as direct democracy advocates. Okay, you ready? Yeah, go ahead, Brian. Okay, so how about a system where we don't have to learn anything? There's no learning curve. Um, yes, yeah, I Yeah. Can I come in and there? How, how, how about a system that we start right away? We don't have to wait for anything either. Can I and can I come in there? Uh, and also, one last thing, and a system that um, we don't have to ask everybody to come and join. It is so catchy, everybody just joins. Can okay, I come now. in there, please? Yes, now. 
Right. The reason, the, the, the big thing I have against a whole lot of it, and it's, again, it's like Nick. Uh, Nick, perfect, from my point of view. I'm on the same page as Nick. The difficulty I have is that both systems rely on one thing and one thing only, and that's the internet. Now, I come from an area in Ireland where there is no internet, yet we are seven kilometers from the largest town. The town has a population of about 25,000, or going up to 40,000 if you include the surrounding area. And I have no internet. I have to travel seven kilometers to get an internet. Wow. I, there are towns around Germany. You get no cell the, service? Absolutely nothing. You get, I, my cell service, I have to stand on an X on the ground to get cell service. Huh. And I'm serious. When people ring me, they say, Pat, go to the spot. And then I go to the spot, they can hear me. It's not bad. Wow. Now, the also, that's just Ireland. Also, you have a situation in Germany where a town in the north of Germany gathers 2 million euro so they could borrow a further 2 million to bring internet to their village. This is the okay, sort of so thing that's going on because of Reaganomics, not so much right, the Friedmanite uh, way of doing things, is that they are concentrating all of their efforts where the most profit is, the 80-20 rule. Most of the mm-hmm. profits are going to come from the cities and the towns. Outside the cities and towns, it is part of the electoral um, promises that a lot of okay. the TDs in this country and in Germany and France, right across Europe. Can I, can so, I answer so, that? Yeah, also, yeah, you can answer that. But also, the other aspect of the system is that human nature is going to be the biggest issue. Yeah. And I have gone door to door, as Stephanie has. You go door to door and you talk to people. They do not want to lift a pen. You're right. They're that indoctrinated. They're that indoctrinated they don't want to do anything. No. I'll I'll give you a story, then Brian will let you back in. I was in a room. Yeah, I was in a room with 600 people in it. That's a considerable size by any standards. And they were trying to get the Electricity Company of Ireland, the ESB, to put a long interconnector cable. This is a 440,000 kV uh, line. There'll be six lines. They want to put them underground rather than overground. So it's not NIMBYism. It's, look, please put them underground. We don't want them overground. They're dangerous. They're going within a very short distance of people's homes. Okay. When I went there and I started trying to speak about direct democracy, explaining to them that the political system here is completely failed, none of them would listen to me. A year later, the same group met with another 700 in the room. And each politician was asked a question. And the question came back that the people have no power. Now, people in that room then started questioning, and these are the words they used, are my ears deceiving me? Am I hearing that there is no democracy in this country? Now, I was not allowed by the chairman of the committee to speak and say, I told you that over a year ago, and you wouldn't listen. 
Now, those people are very active. They got off their their couches. They got off their, their um, bums. They went to that meeting in a cold, horrible winter's night. Yet they won't even get off their backsides to save themselves and use direct democracy. Not one in that room stayed back to ask me what is direct democracy about. Okay. Yeah. So that's what you're up against. Yes. I know. No, okay. We're ready there, now. I, I've, yeah, I've gone on three three campaigns, and believe me, it's very difficult to move them a little bit, let alone to the level that yeah, you're talking about, Brian. Go ahead. That's why yeah. it can't be simple. Okay. That's why Lodge has a time bank, and you have uh, never-ending garage sales. You can make money, start businesses. Uh, it has a lot of features. It's complicated, but if you just have a direct democracy thing, just like every other direct democracy project, there, lay people are going to say, oh, that's some foreign concept. We are trying to make your lives easier, me and Brian. The question is whether or not Brian's idea of having to uh, still use representatives and uh, to uh, get it uh, real simple is the best idea or whether you should go big but like Login and try and have a bunch of uh, like services that make people money and, and get them things so that their own self-interest will guide them to direct democracy. Okay. Well, can I answer now, guys? Brian, go ahead, please. Okay. Okay, Pat, first of all, my system, you don't have to be into direct democracy at all to use it. Okay, so that, that, now, that, now, now, because he went on for a while, I have to remember what the first thing was. But no, here, here's okay. the first thing you brought up. Here's the first thing you brought up is the Internet is not available to everybody, and therefore it should not even be tried. Now, I want to find out from everybody else here, uh, from Nick and from Tony and from, uh, and from um, I'm sorry, um, Stephanie? Oh. Pat. Stephanie, Stephanie, yes. Stephanie. I, want to know from, I want to know from you guys, do you believe that we should stop because nobody, everybody doesn't have Internet, or should we keep going just, in an effort to do something on the Internet? Joe, just before you answer, Brian, I did Why can't not say that. Answer? Why can't they answer? No, you did. You just because, said some because people don't that, have Internet. Because that I did not say you should stop. I did not say that. He not even implied. You problem. did. You I, said that you, you have a big problem with the fact Brian, that he said it has a problem. That doesn't mean that no one should work on it. He yeah, said that. Okay. He never said that we should stop it. Okay, yeah, I, hold, I, on, I, hold on a second. Uh, Brian, Brian yeah. he never said that you should stop your idea. He, all he's saying is he's making a valid point. There's parts and even parts here in Canada. They don't have Internet access. There's parts in the state. There's a lot of uh, places in the states they don't have internet access. Okay. That's all. Okay, yeah. but, for, but he's for, not saying that okay, you should stop for, your idea. I know, but for us to continue from here, there's no sense arguing about whether or not some people have internet or not. We have to just continue on the, our goal of moving on, regardless, don't we? Yeah, but nobody's saying Why? that you should stop, Brian. Nobody's saying that. Nobody. We're saying, yeah, continue but, on, because down the road, taking... if we if we implement direct democracy, we can have a referendum where everybody has access to internet. Oh, so uh, yeah, we, yeah, we should, we should, yeah, you should, you guys my should point not is stop. That we are, my point is, we should not waste our time arguing about some people that don't have internet right now. No, in no, 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 wait, 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 no, there's no, good stuff to come of this. Um, because <laughs> the, you have to acknowledge a problem before you solve it, okay? Now, there's Thank good you. news about this. People are not here to solve people not having internet. We're not here to solve people not having internet. Hold on, wait a minute. I have some good news about this for everyone. 
Um, oh. They found uh, there was some study. I think it was in Africa where uh, they wanted to know the effect of uh, net democracy mediums on communities that have very poor access, and they found that even with uh, because people can share devices, that the infrastructure cost is something like one tenth what they thought it would be. So, um, I mean, we, we do have to acknowledge that those people are out there. We do also have to acknowledge that we can't let that stop us from building what might be um, light speed mediums, right? Um, mm-hmm. But at the same time, uh, the, the technology is spreading to the, every corner of the globe. And uh, if we have to develop intermediary means for uh, helping communities that don't have as much net access, uh, we need to acknowledge that, and, and we can. That's not that's not a limit. That's okay. just another design challenge. Just like the mini satellite net system. Did you hear about that? They want to launch a bunch of little servers in the sky. Okay, really we'll change today's topic to satellite to to internet connections. Today's topic is now internet connections. It's just one. It's just one man. Okay. Anyways, uh, Brian, you go ahead. You go ahead. Go ahead. I want to put that behind us so we can move on, you guys. We did. Well, That's yeah, what well, to do well, we are. Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. Thank you. The next thing I want uh, 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 is um, okay. So, Patty, your your objection so far was that we got past the one about internet connection, and your other one is that nobody understands about direct democracy, and we're not going to be able to convince everybody, right? So, no. yeah, yeah, Brian. Uh, can can I just no no I want to I want to address yeah okay get straight what's your argument then I didn't object to anything just it's not an argument I'm just the use of language Brian that's all continue please I didn't so object you have no, I just I just you, I just made points that's all we're discussing one points. can call those arguments an argument doesn't okay, have to be a Stephanie, okay let's get get on to what Stephanie Stephanie didn't you have a point that you wanted to make about worldwide internet uh, or worldwide system? Well, I think in order to get to the worldwide system, it has to start locally. I mean, I think... Yeah, okay. You know... Okay, let's address that one. Okay. Can I address that one then? Sure. We're ready for this? Okay. Sure. Um, Whether or not we do this locally, right now, there is not a local system out there that is getting uh, any candidates in there in most of the bigger countries. There are some small uh, inroads, and it is slowly moving its way along. At the rate things are going, we're talking 20, 30, 40, 50 years. Um, so to get some candidates in and some major countries. Now, part of the problem is also that even if we got a candidate in to, into place, you guys, uh, each of these candidates are having their own websites or they're buying a website or whatever or using somebody else's system so that they can get their, their constituents, to their people, to vote on their website so they know how to vote for them, right? This has been extremely poor results on all scales. Uh, everybody that talks about this in direct democracy says, yeah, we're not getting the people to coming to, 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 to vote. So that is, that, that is a big restriction on the local level, okay? This is really holding things back on the local level. I want to skip all that because doing it locally is not interesting for the average person. And this is where Tony gets into it too. It's not interesting enough. Politics is boring as hell. Who the fuck wants to deal with politics? Nobody. 
And it always right? is bad. Yeah. yeah. So mm-hmm. that so let's put that that's why I feel just like uh Reddit was not interesting either unless it was done on a massive scale. You could not do Reddit in a city. You could not do Reddit in a country. You had to do it in the entire world on all topics in order to get an audience. That was the only way Reddit could exist. That yeah. this the system I am trying to put in is exactly the same. If you went around and tried to explain to people what Reddit was before it existed, nobody would think it was a good idea. You had Maybe to just some. make it. You had to just make it. Now, what I want to do is follow in those very same footsteps in, that, in the regard that I want to have it worldwide and I want to have it covering every possible category. And this will increase the interest level uh, far above anything you could possibly consider on a local level. This is not possible on a local level. So this gives the worldwide system more likelihood of getting higher levels of participation, much, much, much higher levels of participation. Uh, and I think Tony will agree with that. Tony, do you agree with that? Uh, I think there's a lot of truth to that, yeah. Yes. Now, Patty, do you have any arguments with that? You see, first of all, I'm not running down either system or any system. Fair enough. What I'm saying is that when I go door to door, what I met with is a shrug of the shoulders and say, Asha, what can you do? Yeah. I would like both I would like access to both systems for local level. Because it would help. all it, it would make a huge difference at local level. And then it would morph from local to national, from national to but international. But there's no interest Sorry. level locally. Brian, there is interest. You just I know said you went interest. door to door and no you just said you went door to door and nobody wanted to consider it. Nobody wants to not, consider Brian. Did you not nobody just wants that? To, uh, uh, nobody wants to consider direct democracy for one reason. The primary reason is not so much even the direct democracy, is that at a local level here in Ireland, at any rate, people want to know what I, as an individual representative or prospective representative, can do for that individual. Mm-hmm. Now, that's where your systems would work very well. Now, what he's talking about or she is talking about is, am I going to fix the potholes out on the road? Am I going to fix the bad bend down the road? Am I going to do, fix this, that and the other basic things that the civil service should be doing at any rate? Yes. Now, that is, that is ignorance on their part. But unfortunately, because of the educational system here and in most of the, the Western world, that ignorance prevails. Well, I think but if I was able to ask what, what fruit will come of it. If I was able to say to, to individuals, I have a software system. Now, you can come down to my office if you wish and input your stuff there. Or you can go to someone else's house and put in stuff there. Whatever it is, you can make a um, proposal that I will bring to the local county council. Now, I'm talking about very local levels. I'm talking about a an what? area with... Let's compare that to what, I, what, 
let's compare that to what I want to do. How about they just go put it into their computer that there's a pothole down the street and then everybody else on their street sees that. And they also put it in there that, yeah, there's that damn pothole. How come it's not getting fixed? And then, excuse me, guys, I have a caller. I have a caller I want to bring in. Okay. Yeah. All right. Is that okay with you guys? Okay. Mm -hmm. So has a question. You're the hostess. Area code 602. Hello. Hello. This is Kat. Oh, Kat. How you doing? I forgot that you were 602. I uh, I thought since this is the last Peppermint Cat, I'd I'd join in for a second or two. Ah, Right on. (laughs) Um, Very good. uh, I have a a couple of suggestions uh, for you guys that want to come back to Stephanie's show and that sort of thing. What I always did as a host, I always had a a tablet and a pen beside me. And when I wasn't talking, I took notes. And so you don't forget what the other person is talking about. And I think that's pretty important on, on issues like this, because we're having a really good conversation today. Um, And that's my suggestion. The other thing is I, I have a few reactions um, I said in an earlier show that, uh, yeah, Twitter worked uh, during the Arab Spring, but it had unintended consequences of how it worked. And um, that's the same way with uh, the technologies that you guys are offering, is that, I mean, how, how what percentage of the world is democracy anyway? And how would uh, dictators and how would oligarchs use this information. They wouldn't always use it <laughs> Great point. for kind, good purposes. That's Great not point. a limit. And it's another design challenge. The, I mean, there's people working with blockchains. There are semi-anonymous functions. Uh, people need to protect data. That, that's been an issue, and there's a lot of good solutions. We could talk tech. No, but I think what Chris is trying to say is that, that you have to have a, 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 some sort of representative democracy in place in order to move to direct democracy. In other countries, you don't have democracy. You have a dictatorship. Right. So you can't introduce introduce a technology based on direct democracy and expect expect people to to catch on. I mean, you can't even do it in in North Korea. All direct democracy. No, no, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. But in in places like Saudi Arabia and places like North Korea – uh, they don't even have internet because they, they, there's no free speech. They're, they're not well, even that's, allowed. But that's that's not an argument against internet technologies. That's an argument against. It's not. It's trying. not. It's not. It, no, no, Tony. Tony, you're right. It's not an argument. Okay. But what I'm trying to say is, you have. Well, we like do. you were saying yourself, you have to set up an example somewhere. It could be the <laughs> yeah. states. It could be Canada. If even Ireland, I mean, if Ireland works up a direct democracy, which works uh, beautifully. All the rest of the world will be looking, and they're saying, yeah. "Well, how come they're doing it, and it works fine, and we still have this shitty system that we're that we keep putting right. up with?" But we yeah. need some sort of working example, and then put, then the technologies like Login, in your opinion, would would uh, uh, would Kick work in. beautifully. Thanks for yeah. thanks for pointing that out, Chris. But, okay. I, yeah. Um, yeah. And another thing, so, I, you know, I agree with Pat. Uh, we have a uh, a slogan here in. In, in the states that says all politics is local, and that 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 goes also for the national politics. Is that's why Trump won because he hit local issues. He hit unemployment. He hit uh, anger at politicians for not helping. Right. And and the idea is to 
um, localize um, the issues and then go out from there. And um, and that is again why I've uh, I've talked about on many of these shows about the need for leaders that aren't tarnished uh, that can really fight for um, keeping the the people's will. And uh, but we need to we need to start it with the people won't get innovated unless they get um, a feel that they have some power. And the only power that will start with them is seeing that it. It, something affects them. Does that make sense? Yeah, you have to keep it relevant. Right, exactly. Um, those were my points. Um, let's see. Um, Stay on, Chris, please. I, I, I would I would like to pipe What's in that? there and, uh, well, um, hmm. I, well, I, I just wanted to say uh, that you guys were talking about how it has to be done locally, and I would like to discuss that specifically, because I don't think it has to be done locally. It's not going to be interesting locally. There's no way you're getting, um, there's been no examples of uh, people um, uh, of higher levels of participation in local systems. Now, the local systems have always shown really poor results for people going to vote. And no matter what kind of system they're looking at using, nobody finds it, uh, nobody participates. Second of all, you guys talk about setting an example and then everybody will just follow. Well, Switzerland's been doing it for a long time and nobody is jumping in there. And Oops. if we're going to wait, Switzerland, do you know how many problems they have? They're not a good enough example to initiate that kind of process. But they're they are good, doing better than the, they're, they're doing not, better they're than the rest of us. They're not inspiring yeah. people. It's about inspiring them to see something new is here. Okay. That's what we that's lack is inspiration. That's okay. exactly what but we lack. That's a big jump for everybody here to think, though, that they're going to be able to come up with such an inspirational system. Uh, when there are so many uh, uh, people trying right now, and we haven't seen any results yet. So yeah. it's nice well, to think that, but uh, chances are that it's going to continue the same. There have been ridiculous. many, many attempts. The technologies are only getting better. You might as well argue yeah. that flight yeah. wouldn't have been possible because people have been trying it for 100 years, and their primary no, design but... challenge was too significant. Yeah, but uh, I, I just feel like it's going to take too long. I just feel it's going to take too, too, too long. Well, if you can no. do something well, else, how, time, how, is your system, how is your system inspirational? Mine? Mine? Who's? Yeah. Who's? Giants. Okay. My system is like Facebook. Nobody understands how it works, and it doesn't matter because all of a sudden they're just going to be using it. But it's actually going to be much easier than Facebook because it's, you just Google. It's a Google, it's a search engine, and that's it. So... As user, uh, my system, there's no, there's no learning curve. You just go in there and start dumping opinions in there and voting them up. There is no learning curve. Nobody has to learn anything. Um, why are people going to use it? Because every person in the world has an opinion. Every person has an opinion that they are passionate about that they want to put out there. And it's, that is why Twitter is used now. Everybody's using Twitter, but nobody's using these local systems because Twitter is bigger. Twitter covers a larger area. 
If you had Twitter only in your city, nobody would use it. I think it was Is that not correct? Amusing. I mean, you, you have to understand, there's, there's lots of dynamics in this. Like, Twitter wasn't just, and it didn't start big either. It was something that, it was like really easy, low effort, and you would laugh. So if it makes you laugh and it doesn't take much effort, that tends to succeed in our culture. Yeah, well, I'm, that's what I'm trying to emulate almost. I don't understand how that wouldn't become a giant shouting match. I agree with that. Uh, that, that was going to be my reaction. Uh, how do you guys mean that? You place your opinion and you, nobody gets the comment. Why not? So it's just, it's just I mean, like, if, if, if they place their opinion, that's a comment. Their They'll write that their opinion is that your opinion sucks. That's how okay. people are. Nobody. And, yeah. and what, okay. what, prevents, what prevents corporations for, from, from having 20,000 people under their wing to, to write comments about the way they want them to write. I mean, Russia did that during our election. Yeah. I know, but uh, does that... I have answers for my own project, but that, uh, those are serious design challenges. That's exactly the kind yeah, of design challenge you're talking all, about. But all, all these systems have those same problems. Right. Well, your system no, 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 no. Some people have designed. Some people have have designed preemptively for those challenges. Can Just we like stop a good air, aerospace engineer. Okay, yeah, Pat, go ahead, Pat. For a minute. Yeah. The reason I'm asking you to stop talking about the systems is that you can go down all the different problems that systems have, the tech problems, every other problem. At the end of the day, you have to get a human to operate it. You have to get a human to actually input into it. Yeah. Now, if it's not relevant, if it is not relevant to that human, they are not going near that computer. Even if that's why. That's why we have to do it about everything. No, hang on a minute. Switzerland was said there earlier on. People say, "Well, look at Switzerland. It doesn't happen because Switzerland has been doing it. Switzerland has been doing it for 200 years." Now. Everybody knows Switzerland is there, but nobody knows the system it works with unless they live there. It is only when something changes. For instance, if Ireland or if Belgium or if one of the other smaller countries in Europe or a state in the United States changed their system completely to a direct democracy system, yes. then yes. people see a contrast. It is the contrast between what is and what changes. What is at the moment is where we are right now. We have a European system, we have an American system, a Canadian system. And in the middle of Europe, we have this little country called Switzerland. Nobody gives a damn about it. Nobody cares about it because it doesn't cause any problems for anybody. It is only when someone like gives a contrast to what is and to what can be, then people will start waking up. Okay, can I comment now? I'm sorry. Sorry, Stephanie. Go ahead. Okay. This is my segue into Sandersville. Now, I want to create that utopian direct democracy community that will be the example to the world to say, this is how we do it. Now, that's my project. It's called Sandersville. It's Living Direct Democracy on Facebook. It's a group. Uh, We're in there hashing out ideas of how to do this. Um, we're in our infancy. But I really believe that internationally people would believe in this idea 
and then you know for whatever we would determine what what type of dollar amount but that would buy them their vote into Sandersville where they would participate in a direct democracy whether they physically lived in this community or were a virtual member of the community but they would still their voice still would be counted just as much as if they lived in the community i i really th- feel the world needs to see it working to then say okay then we can adopt this what do you think yeah well, I, unfortunately, I think Sandersville is just not big enough or would not be big enough to create a lot of interest unless you were able to do it over the entire world. Then everybody has more interest. You have to start somewhere, though, right? Yeah. I, I, yeah, I think, no, I think, I think we have to start with the entire world all at once. No, I disagree. That is the nub of the conversation tonight. Should we be going globally or should we be going yes. locally? Yes. So how local do you yep. go to be local? Global is, self, global is self-evident. Yes. Now, if you, wish to go glo- if you wish to go globally, by all means, aim for it. Go for it. Get both systems up and running and get them trusted and tried and tested. Yeah. get them going. But here's the difficulty. I, we have, yeah. as we, who are candidates to go out there, go out door to door. I have to beat the drum, as we say in our party. And beating the drum is, you answer the door to Mrs. Murphy, and Mrs. Murphy says, what are you going to do for me? She doesn't ask, what are you going to do for my community? She asks, what are you going to do for me? Yeah, and that is what I have to get across at the door. So with your systems, go globally. Try for it, go for it. But the effort I have to put in at a, at a party level, at the actual coal face of this system, is to try and get across the line where when Mrs. Murphy asks me, can you get me a, a medical card, which is basically how you get paid by the government for your um, medical expenses, I have to go to the civil service and say, Mrs. Murphy, there's her condition, there's a situation, why does she not have a medical card? And then I get the medical card for her and bring it to her. Now I get her vote. That's the system we live in today. Right. And we have to work within that system to get across the line, to get one person into a seat in the chamber, into the parliament. Now, once we get one seat in, then it opens up to multimedia, to the rest of the media, which is a big problem. There was a discussion tonight in Germany about the role of the media in uh, direct democracy. And it was a two-hour discussion. Now, the difficulty is for here is that we can't get into that media until we get someone across the line. So once we get across the line, then we start vocalizing about what direct democracy can or cannot do. And at that stage, that is when we will be asked, we will be expected to have a programming system, a software system that allows the people who support us to have a direct input into what I do in the parliament. That's where your system really kicks in. But it's at a local level. And then it will go to the national level and more under it. 
further on. Okay, Pat, Patty and everybody here, I would like to ask, uh, I can understand that you would like to stay or uh, continue with your efforts on your local levels. I mean, especially you, Patty, you're running as a, as a candidate. You want to continue with that. And I can understand that you feel it's fruitless to try to do anything on a worldwide scale. But do you really think you should actually discourage me in my efforts to do this? And would you not at least try to spread word a little bit if you could see me gaining some progress? Brian? Uh, I don't I don't think anybody thinks that he's dead there. On my website. Sorry, just Chris. Brian, I will put the name of your system and the the other systems or any other system up on my Facebook page. I'll put it up on my party's political page. That's not an issue. I never said that. You seem to think every time I speak, maybe it's the accent, but it seems to think that every time I speak that I'm telling you to stop. I'm not. Okay. Okay? okay, I'm not Pat- telling you yeah. to stop. Okay, Patty, I'm sorry if, uh, if I come across that way, but if if you were to see what uh, how I've been received amongst the rest of the people doing direct democracy, you will understand what I'm talking about because they pretty much tell me, no, we don't want to even consider your system. Well, we have a debate within our party, and we're looking yeah. for a mobile app that would allow people to interact with us directly so that if a national problem or a local problem arises, they can have a direct input into what they want us to do. Now, we have the same concerns about uh, people uh, paying 20,000 people to influence us, but we have to start somewhere. The software package that I am saying, go for it. Push. I will help you go for it at a global level as the best of my abilities, and my party will help. But what I'm excuse saying me. Is that, yeah, I'm sorry, ahead, excuse yes. me. Does anybody hear a noise in the background here? That noise? Yes, yeah. It's like a beep. What is yeah. I don't know what that is. I was going to try to... Are you going to call? Is listening in. Isolate it. Hold on, guys. I want to see something. Hold on. Okay, it's whoever has area code 416. Oh, that 0416, is it? 416, area code 416. Okay, mate. Is that 00353? No, it's not yours, Pat. You don't, you come in on a different line. Okay. Well, is this person calling in? Is someone yeah, on the line? Um, I'm not sure who it is. It's someone who's talking to us now. Okay. Go ahead. I think it might be Brian. Oh. I think it might be Brian. Yeah, it Hello? seems to be over now. I don't hear it anymore. No, I don't hear it either. Okay. Uh, it was Donald Trump. Don't worry. I have a quick comment. Okay. Um, one of the Chris. things about this, what, yeah, one of the things about uh, the Swiss uh, situation that I really like is that. When people become a voting age, they automatically get a ballot mailed to them, and so everybody gets gets a ballot. Um, I, and I believe in the states in America that that have mail-in ballots, they have they they have seen a tick up in participation, and so 
Um, We need to encourage things like that that, again, give people hope and don't make them feel like they're hopeless in their uh, ability to change things, to make it easier for them. Like Pat was saying, you know, about Internet and everything else, uh, to make them, to encourage them to become more involved in the system and to become more involved in the, in the uh, conversation. Um, and that was my comment. Uh, can I touch on that for a second, uh, Chris? I, I feel that that's a really big point. Is um, I, 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 uh, That's a big emphasis on what I'm trying to do, is that as soon as somebody is pissed off, and they feel an urge to say something, you know, as soon as they see it on the news, I want a system, that's what I'm trying to do, where you just, it's as easy as Google. So the news, I think, will add, add links eventually. But you would just go on there, you know, the next time there's a Black Lives Lab Matter thing and some, some guy got shot by a cop, and you're pissed off and you want to say something, you just pick up your phone, you, you type in that sentence of how you feel, and it just goes right into our system, and is placed there. And if there's already one there, you're voting it up. If there isn't one there, you just place the new opinion and you're done. That fast. And that's how easy I want it so that people can express themselves. And I believe we can do that. That's all I have to say. That makes some sense, but, but how does it get uh, bucketed? How does it get organized? As soon as you go there and you place your opinion, if somebody else has placed it, it will no, it will already be there and you voted it up. Now, yeah, but, when it does but, when it does this, it's also going to show you all the other opinions that are near what you said. And so, if there's one that's already trending, you're going to see it right next to yours, and you can vote on that one instead. And this is a self-organizing system. So, but do you have to go to a category? Do you have to go to uh, politics? Do you have to go to something? Do you have to go to um, this incident just happened? How do how does the computer know where to bucket this? How does it know where to uh, to get other opinions that match you? Exactly the same way Google does it now for websites. If you pick a website you want. And you can't so you have think to of it go exactly. somewhere. If you cannot, if you cannot think of it exactly, you type it in, and Google will start throwing you ones near what you're trying to say, and it's really good at guessing what you're trying to say. Can I, can I, can I bring things back a little bit, please? Yeah, sure. That, go ahead, uh, Brian. It's, it's both both uh, gentlemen with the systems. Brian, I can't, can't think of the other chap's name. Uh, Alan, is it? Uh, Tony. No, Tony. Yeah, Tony. Sorry, Tony. Yeah. There is one big difficulty I have as a candidate and that I have in having debates among groups. And that problem is that emotional reactions. Yes. Yes. And when you've got emotional reactions, you do not have a clear indication of what should be or should not be done. Yeah. With 9-11, you had a reaction. You had an emotional reaction. Yes. And then you have all the consequences of that emotional reaction. Oh. Yeah. So I've got a great, it, it, I got a great it, answer. Yeah. So I have one too. The, the, what I would like to hear more about is how that emotional reaction is going to be debated properly. Yes. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Bro. Beautiful. Um, 
if I, if I can go, I would like to say that uh, people uh, do have these uh, knee-jerk reactions, and uh, that's one of the reasons that we what I do. I'm creating an entity that only counts the votes and is not directly connected to any government or any corporation or anything. But they all obviously have this information. It works like a uh, they can see the information, and it works like a uh, like a petition to help them change their laws. Now, when there's a knee-jerk reaction, the politicians don't have to change those laws right now. They are the buffer. They are the buffer between the people's opinions and the laws going into place. So, they first of all should be wise enough to make uh, to to see that it is a knee-jerk reaction. First of all, and there's a second part to this. The other part is that. Uh, we all know, I know, that the society has a knee-jerk reaction. I know there was a knee-jerk reaction after 9-11. I believe a lot of people knew that there was a knee-jerk reaction after 9-11. And we cannot say, because we have no means at all, polling systems do not work worth a shit, and I can show you lots of examples of that, we have no means of measuring the public opinion. So we don't know, if we were to have actually measured public opinion after 9-11, whether or not everybody really actually wanted to make a knee-jerk reaction. There is no way for us to know that, and therefore we cannot say that there is a problem that way until we actually find a way to measure it. Okay, I'm done. I can, can I come in there on that? We had a referendum here in Ireland, and it was put into our constitution. It was about gay marriage. I had gay friends who were afraid to voice their opinion in any way, shape, or form. They were against the idea. For whatever reason, I'm just, we just leave it at that, they were against it. And I was against it. Now, it was all, the whole thing was sold on as it was about equality. In our constitution, there is an area on equality, and all of it could have been put into that aspect of our constitution, but it wasn't. It was put into the family, that one part of the constitution that is the strongest in any constitution, including that of the United States. Well, it was until other things have happened. But that argument is for another night. The point being is that there was a fervor whipped up in the community, when I say the community, the entire nation, and it was voted upon using a knee-jerk reaction. No politician would go against it. If he had he would not be in, in uh, political uh, life today. Okay. So everybody was muzzled very, very fast. Yeah, yeah, we I'm also gonna, had a situation, we all, just that's more of an emotional issue. Another situation we arose was the problem within uh, the Lisbon Treaty. Now, the Lisbon Treaty was to replace the EU uh, constitution and the EU constitution was voted down, they came up with the Lisbon Treaty, which was basically the same document with a different label. We voted against it. Mm -hmm. We voted against it. And then we were told that we didn't do the right thing. We need to vote again within six months. And we voted for it. And the entire argument was about jobs about finance, about the, the betterment for the country, blah de blah de blah We voted for it, and the crash came. And the crash 
nothing changed. We've had huge unemployment. <sighs> we were lied to. But you have this difficulty where people, with the use of money, put, like the likes of George Soros, put huge amounts of money into it. And, like, for instance, the Lesbian 2 Treaty, the Yes campaign used 10.5 million euros worth of um, money, you know, of, of uh, media coverage. The No campaign had 980,000 euros. The Yes campaign had a margin of about 10% over, so they had about 60%. Yet they spent 10.5 million as opposed to less than a million. Wow. Money has a huge thing to play. Now, that debate was also put about by the Swiss government. It's in the Swiss um, uh, system there. There's a big debate about how much money plays in these things. So where the systems at the moment can uh, gather information, there has to be a way future down the line. Again, Brian, I'm not saying do not go forward with it. I'm saying we need it. I need it personally. I need it at a local level. It will be a fantastic thing for me to have. But the point I'm getting at is that if we cannot get people themselves to think in a logical, reasoned fashion, direct democracy is a very dangerous tool. Yes. Okay, okay. I would like to speak that. to that. Well, uh, so would I. Um, but go ahead. You first. I'll, I'll catch it later. Okay. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, uh, th- this reactionary element of society is something that the, the rich have been using against us forever. Uh, some call it the he- Hegelian dialectic or Hegelian dialectic. I've only read it. Um, but basically the idea is that once a state has a military force, they can perpetrate violence upon themselves as, um, in pretense that it came from someone else. They can plant a bomb and say this other group did it. A false flag operation of whatever form, and then people have a huge reaction to that, and they 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 ride on those waves, and that's a massively dangerous dynamic um, that every good direct democracy site must have systems to to uh, to handle because that, that's one of the primary design challenges: the fact that people love whipping us into a hot mess. Um, so in Lajin, uh, you have the token system where if someone puts a proposition down, and uh, right now, let's say we go back to 9-11, and America's freaking out, but we're in an alternate dimension where direct democracy is already taking off. The nation's already using uh, something, like, uh, something like this, and it has the ability to debate things, or you can actually drop a debate right into anything anyone else said. So when you get people who voice pro-war stuff, it will be riddled with anti-war debates. And when people propose anti-war stuff, it will be riddled with pro-war debates, right? But in, no matter what is being proposed, there is a lot of discussion, and it is happening right on the ballot. So instead of you just hearing something from your minister and going and doing what he said, or the, the Alex Jones or whoever, um, you would go there to do that, the same way human nature would guide us to in the first place. But when you get there, it is going to be riddled with uh, diversity of information. Uh, it is going to have links and cl- uh, clear, concise arguments and debates 
um, and, and along with uh, other offers. So one person says, let's go to war, but someone else can say, well, let's protect ourselves in this way. Uh, according to this research, we have a better statistical chance of success in this, this option, and not go to war, we can do these other things. And then uh, people can actually see all the options, because when you really look at all that's truly possible when it comes to solving a problem, war is actually very extreme. It's, there's usually a way to do it without war. And so if we, the people, can come together and propose these things and link people to them and make it impossible for them to ignore the truth, then I think we will see a much better discussion than anything we have today. Okay, are you done? Can I ask a question, can I ask a question real quick about that? The, your system would have the answers broken out by positive, negative, and neutral, correct? Uh, only in the debates. That's just a debate token thing. Okay, well, in the debates, though, they'd have them broken out that way, right? The debate, what, yes, stops, the what stops people from just reading their own point of view? I mean, I mean, theoretically, nothing you do can prevent someone from completely blinding themselves in every regard. But the, the idea is that most people, because you're always going to have extremophiles, people who are like just devout Nazis and they will only advocate for pro-white supremacy agendas um, and they will not listen to anyone else. Think about the Westboro Baptist people. Um, you always have extremists, but the idea is that you make it very difficult for the mass majority of people to ignore. You make it so that the truth is right there next to the lies, and and see what happens with but that. But it's not right there next to the lies. If, if 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 that reply doesn't get a negative right there, then it's not right next to it. Well, yeah, but that's that's the thing is if you have a large group of people having a discussion, they are going to have debates. They are going to be presenting information because that's the natural impetus of people. But Even they'll if be you separated faith according to your system. Their ego. Sorry, what? They'll be separated according to your system. Their They'll be separated by city and area, but they're not – if they go – to the propositions, they're going to see a list, and it, they won't even know who proposed it. They won't know if it's right or left. They're, it would depolarizes. They, there, there wouldn't be a source attributed to the to the comment. I mean, it's going to be someone's name, but you would have to like go to their profile and look at the other things they support. It would take more energy to to use gang thinking than it would be to just peruse things out of fascination. The, the idea is you make it easier to do the right thing than to do the hard thing. You don't think Alex, Alex Jones wouldn't love that kind of system? He would hate it. I would, I would eviscerate his arguments on a regular basis. I would make his arguments look uh, like shit. They would be sitting ducks for people like me. I I don't know that there's a reason why he probably has 15% of the population believing in. That's because our systems aren't online yet, man. That's what I'm saying. We're pre-flight. You can't base the future on the past. Okay, can I hit on a question? Yeah, please please do. Okay. Um so yeah, I find uh, the fact that he that uh, Tony wants to you know um uh, make sure that the right arguments are placed out there in front of people. That bothers me a lot. I want to stay much more neutral than that. 
but I want to get on to uh, more what Pat was saying and you about how we uh, how we get a better consensus without people just knee-jerk reactions and reactions to uh, what they hear in the media and how different people try to manipulate the the the, the, the discussion. So I would like to I would like to uh, quickly and I, maybe some of you guys have seen this before. But run over what I believe, and you can argue this if you like, is the natural system of finding consensus. So in a natural system of finding consensus, which only works in a smaller group uh, so far, but I want to make it work worldwide. So far in a natural group, if we get, if all of us were in the same room and we wanted to find out what we wanted to do tomorrow, let's say, for, for entertainment, everybody in the room would throw out some ideas and then we would have an unofficial vote to see what everybody's thinking. And then maybe some new ideas might come forward that blends a few suggestions or removes a few suggestions because nobody was interested in them, right? And so we come up with some new ideas, and then we do some more voting. And then this would continue until we started to realize, hey, everybody's starting. We were starting to please most of the people here. And when we started to think that we're pleasing as many people as we're going to get, we would call for a final vote, and after that vote, if we were happy with it, we would say that's it. Some people may not be happy, but we would be pleasing as many people as we could in the room. Now, does everybody agree that is the natural process of finding consensus? Yes. Is there any argument? No. Is there, a, is there an argument against it? Anybody have an argument against that? Give me a minute, Ryan. I'll come exactly up with one like that. And if you were to look at the, the <laughs> diagrams on Wikipedia for consensus, you would see it's a simplified model. But yes, you have discussion and refinement. Those are key yeah. parts of any good decision-making yeah. process. So I it's all covered. It, 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 no, it's not. <laughs> okay. I have to bring it discussion back. Discussion and refinement. You don't think those are essential? No, hang on. It's how. The, first of all, if you put yourself in the mindset of very shortly and very shortly meaning six month period, eight month period after 9-11 how many people were thinking rationally what I would suggest is that they the initial uh, the, the initial uh, input would be irrational motive or uh, emotional response that would go in and then you're talking about having a debate within the system between people. Is it between people or is it between systems? Does the system throw it up or is it that others I would come like, up with I a more to, rational I approach? No, no, no. Let's forget about systems altogether here. I, I, just want to know if every, I, want, I want to know if everybody agrees here that in a natural <laughs> process with no electronics, no nothing, if you put a bunch of people in a room, first of all, they come out with, they come out with their ideas then there's some uh, some uh, unofficial voting, and then uh, people come up with new mm-hmm. ideas, and this process that, would repeat until yes, we've got but, the best results possible. But Brian, but Brian, you're starting from a rational point of view. That the people in the room, if you're starting from a rational point of view, where people in the room are thinking rationally, yes, I agree with you. That is the normal selection. But if you have people in a room who are thinking emotionally. That is irrationally. It's a very different outcome is going to happen, but you still have the same process. So the process remains the same, but you have totally different outcomes because the base of the process started differently. 
So, so Pat, the how do you eliminate emotions? Sorry. Now, it, it, how it, do you address emotions? Emotion. Yeah, well, this is it. it it's it's how, it's the you. way I was thinking while I was listening to it is that I think my own personal point of view is that it would hinge on having people who are very rational thinkers, I suppose, which is, you know, this is only me throwing the idea out, that they would, where Brian comes to the final vote, where they have the final vote, and it's a yay or a nay, and then somebody steps in at that point and points out to the people or show them that this are, these are the consequences of a yay and these are the consequences of a nay. So basically synapsing, giving a brief synopsis of what, or a boiled down version of what the entire discussion was about. Let yeah, so why... about and then come back in. But it, 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 I'm still concerned that, you now mind you, Brian and um, Tony, Tony, I would like to get the systems off you as they are to use them locally. So bear that in mind. But I am very concerned that the emotional, irrational decisions will get through. I think you need a human input at a certain point, but these people would be very well um, positioned and very well, uh, not educated, but there are certain people well, who will always think rationally. But there's good news. That, that's there's, something there's, that. I mean, before we ever imp- fully implement one of these sites like we're talking about, where there's going to be an intermediary period where we are net, networking or interfacing with the existing system and we're trying to get direct democracy candidates elected, right? So mm-hmm. before one of these systems becomes law, it's one of the greatest things about this is we get to refine all those all those processes and work out those bugs if we haven't already. Um, and uh, basically, we're, we're in the in the middle period between now and implementation, full implementation. We have partial implementation, which is done through representatives. So uh, we will have that voice of reason, quote unquote, or at least the guy whose job is on the line yeah. if he makes the wrong decision, um, and a constitution there, and stuff. And and then we we phase up from there. Yeah, I, I prefer I prefer the description voice of reason because. All the politicians' line, jobs are on the lines, and they will always go with the po- so-called popular uh, vote. Yeah. That popular vote, again, I have this difficulty with the emotional base because I feel an awful lot. Of, uh, a lot of the population here in Ireland are certainly thinking emotionally. Very few yeah. of them are taught in school how to think rationally or how to actually um, examine someone's statement or examine yeah. someone's proposals. Well, they need uh, to be shown instance, it. They need to be exposed to yeah, that. But the, yeah, well, see, I, I did say last night that if I got direct, if I got a, a majority in our parliament and direct democracy was the goal, the one and only goal, I would not allow it in for at least 10 years. And most people are shocked at me when I say that. Yeah. Because I need I'm to shocked. get... At the, I need to get at the educational system. I need to get at them so that they are trained how to examine other people's points of view in a rational, unemotional way. Now, in some respects, there are schools here in in Ireland doing that, but they're based on the John Scotia uh, philosophy. 
and it, they are philosophy. They're, they're basically primary schools and secondary schools that are training people to think using uh, philosophy, and that is a good example. And the children that come out of those schools are extremely good debaters. They're very good debaters. But that aside, the rest of the population are just being on a conveyor belt for the industrial uh, military complex or the industrial complex, whichever. So th- that's okay. why I, that's, that's the whole thing about this is to make sure that the emotional response is checked to the best of our ability. Again, I will stress, Brian and uh, uh, Tony, I like the ideas. I want to use the system, but I, we, we, we have to tweak it and get it right. Yeah, but yeah. Um, we, you don't know if either of these designs are actually able to facilitate that um, already. Because, I mean, like, it doesn't have to take 10 years to educate a whole other generation to be able to do things if it serves them. If you can show them that they are suffering without it and that they will benefit with it, which is something that is true for critical reasoning, then then it becomes much easier to produce videos and and other things that help people uh, to really understand the difference between an emotional reaction and a thought-out one. Yeah, I agree with you. But for one one thing is that what I describe as the pendulum, the pendulum at the moment is something similar to before the French Revolution or the Russian Revolution. It's very extreme. People have no say. You've got year after year in our democracies, you've got less and less people coming out to vote because they're just shrugging their shoulders and saying, it's tweedledee, tweedledum, nothing changes. So you've yeah. got that oppression. And then with direct democracy, you release that. That pendulum is going to swing as far over to extreme opposite direction as it can but the only thing to make to stop that pendulum moving is education and it needs now, time now, let's, let's break that metaphor down though what do what behaviors are you anticipating individuals to engage in when that to represent that pendulum's extreme on the other end it sounds like you're afraid of people over participating in their democracy no overreacting Yes. In okay, other words, great. we've got a situation. You've got a situation where here in Ireland, we have vulture funds coming in, taking our houses off us, and destroying our, our entire infrastructure. Now, a lot of people out there in this country want to redress that, but if that was redressed overnight, it would collapse our economy. But if they get direct yeah. democracy overnight, the first thing they're going to go out to do is stop the entire process. And well, that's, that's why direct democracy isn't a plan to just take out the government and put this thing in and see what happens. Like I said, the intermediary process is essential. That's like a diver depressurizing. Exactly. You need that. And that's, that's, a, that's, and that's an why essential I need the part 10 years. of the plan. That's why I, I don't need think the it'll 10 take years. 10 years, though. I think we well, just need to if, show if, people... If I think if I can do it in five years and I can see some um, movement in that direction within five years, <laughs> hey, I'll Thumbs bring up. it in in five years. I would, yeah. prefer, I would prefer to bring it in overnight. That's my, that's my feeling. That's my emotion to talking to me. Bring it in overnight. not overreact about other people's ability to overreact. Yes, we should I, not overestimate the power of stupid people in large numbers. Yes, people have been misinformed for many, many years now. 
but that, that doesn't mean that that can't be shattered in a single day. So, a myth can be broken sometimes much faster than anyone dreamed it could be. I, I, I should have actually qualified my statement at the national level for 10 years, but certainly bring it in at the local level as soon as possible because they can do oh, yeah. very little damage. At the point. So it's, it's a progression. Right. Sorry, I, I, I should have, I agree should have qualified. I agree with just like you the, guys. Just like the Swiss, right? I, I, just like in Switzerland? Yeah. Is, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Just like yeah, I think that um, I agree with both of you guys. I think education is really a big issue all over the world, especially education for women. Um, but education that is meaningful and, and does create critical thinking is very, very important. And it's so something we're not doing up. anymore. Um, but my only concern, Pat, about 10 years is that gives you that gives your opponents 10 years to to destroy uh, what you produced and to, to fight against it. Sorry, Chris, for what I, what I would do at that point is that if I got elected as a, um, as a majority, I would have a referendum to put it into the Constitution straight away with oh, a proviso okay. that it won't be introduced for five to ten years so that it's in and can't be reversed without a majority of the population reversing it. And that would be a qualified majority of 66%. Sorry? Right. And the, and the process will start locally even sooner. That's, yeah, okay, I got you. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. So the, the, the thing would be fastened in to the Constitution. And that uh, but, uh, be straight away, but Pat, initially straight away. Yeah. But Pat, I, you know, I got a little bit of a problem with that. Like how local? How locally are you talking? Are you talking like a city, a town? Yeah, we we have um, areas called county councils, um, county municipalities. It's been changed. The name has been changed to municipalities recently to fit in with the European model. But they are structured. Like for instance, the one that I'm in now is is in the county of Louth which is what we call the wee counties, the smallest county in the, in the country. And it takes in part of our neighboring county, but incorporates about 120,000 people. I would envisage, that used to be broken into three separate regions. I would envisage breaking that down again. So you'd have two main areas, or sorry, you'd have three areas roughly of about uh, 50,000 uh, people. And I okay. don't think I'd go much smaller than that anything smaller okay. than that in 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 switzerland there's a move to try and bring the cantons together because some of the cantons are as small as two and a half three thousand people right uh i got so a bit that, of an issue with my, that yeah uh, i i would i agree to a certain degree nationally uh because mm-hmm. i mean it it took was the cantons were was a thousand years they had swiss uh direct democracy before uh, it reached federally, or am I wrong on that? I'm not quite sure. Go ahead. Okay, anyway. anyhow. Well, my, my whole point is if you were to start locally, like I'll give you an example here in Ontario. It's, I mean, Ontario is yeah. a corporation. Brampton, mm-hmm. Mississauga, Toronto, they're, all, they're, all, they're not cities. They're corporations, basically, okay? And they're actually, yeah. when you go to the city of Brampton, it says city of Brampton, incorporation. So my, yeah, my we, problem we is... Had, if, we had the same here, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So my problem is, is if like a local town here in Ontario were to go direct democracy, I would fear that that town, believe it or not, would get blackballed. If you know what I mean. Blackball. See, my the thing about direct democracy would be brought in nationally, 
so every town will be able to do have their own direct democracy at the same time. It's, you you wouldn't be doing one one town on, at a time. You'd do the entire country. But okay. you, you would, like with Switzerland, they have limits as to what is a local issue. They have spending limits. Anything I think above thirty or forty thousand euro or or, or um, Swiss francs, sort of anything below that, you know, you don't get the vote on. Anything above that and up to a certain level is local. Anything after that goes into the national because the funding then starts coming from the national part as opposed to just the local part. So there are certain well, issues that can be sectioned off for local and it can be based on whatever formula you know, suits the country involved. Okay, so every, every city and, and town would have to implement direct democracy as, their, as a new political system or yes. could they choose between a representative or a direct democracy type? No, it would see the, the thing is that with direct democracy, you would still have the representative system there as they do in Switzerland. But the representative, yes. Swiss, the representative system in Switzerland is very muted in comparison to what we have here. In most countries, as in the United States, well, not so much in the United States, but certainly um, in, say, Canada, New Zealand, Australia, Ireland, anywhere the, the Brits were, on, you know, were yeah. there. Yeah, exactly. The majority uh, party gets into power, and it basically makes all the decisions. It it elects the ministers from their own ranks, and then everybody else is basically disregarded, which is one of the biggest flaws with the representative system. In New Zealand, or sorry, New Zealand, in Switzerland, when the majority party has to form its cabinet it has to take members from the other parties into the cabinet on a pro rata basis. So you always have representation of the people, the losers, effectively, in the, okay. the initial race, which is far more um, can, can democratic. Back, okay. uh, go ahead, go ahead can Brian. Go ahead. World? Yeah, can, can we uh, – I had kind of left off on what I was talking about, the natural system. And so yeah. we, uh, we – it kind of got took off from there. But anyway – uh, I just want to emphasize that pretty much that's how, if uh, things were equal amongst everybody in the room, that's kind of how things would go in the natural system. And uh, we expect to replicate that. And I, I expect that most uh, systems like Tony's as well will have the same effect because of uh, uh, the, uh, uh, you can continue with, uh, if you're not happy with the, the, Thing you're voting on at the moment you can uh, put together something new that people can vote on so there's this repetitive new you know all of a sudden you've heard new ideas so you can put forth a new thing to vote on and this allows for a continuous rollover of voting or subject matter to vote on and uh, allows us to get yeah yeah it allows us to get eventually to the uh, the best scenario or best outcome so uh, it much like the much like the small group would with uh, unofficial voting, unofficial voting, and then eventually an official vote. Now, uh, let's uh, move on from there because you guys touched on something else, and that is trust. Now, uh -huh. you, you, talked about, you talked about, actually, you talked about the cyclical manner that uh, governments tend to change. They'll go from the right to the left to the right to the left, even though both right and left are pretty near central in most regards. Um, and then these days, we're going way over on the right, and that is because 
these people are uh, promising a, more of an authoritarian rule and where they they promise that they're going to come in and 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 fix the system now i just want to touch on that for a minute because all that plays into trust now here i'm going to get a little bit into philosophy which you guys can disagree with that but i'm going to tell you a all little right, bit I what disagree. i believe yeah i'm going to tell you a little bit <laughs> okay, about fine. a little bit about my philosophy on this shift back and forth and that is that people go um First of all, democracy is, is, is labeled a liberal democracy. Like, that's what they call it, is a liberal democracy. There's no democracy without liberalism. Liberalism could not exist without a democracy. So what happens is everybody in a democracy is, um, we, the liberal system creates all these entities, the government itself, uh, then on its own there's uh, the news organizations, and we have all these institutions, whether they be publicly owned or privately owned, but there's all these institutions that the public relies on. Now, when they stop trusting their institutions, there is only one way to go, and that is authoritarian rule. And I can show you it can happen both on the left and the right, but generally we see it on the right. So what happens is we, we lose right now. It's everybody's faith in institutions is at an all-time low. And all of our institutions, all government institutions, our media, and all these other institutions that we rely on. So when somebody comes along and says that they can fix it, and we have no proof that they can or not, and then on the other side, somebody just says, we are the status quo, keep going with us. And on the other side, they're going, we can fix it. Well, you only have two options. So if you're really pissed off with the system, and all your institutions, you only have one option, to go to the authoritarian rule. After that go happens for a while, what happens is people get, people don't like being authoritarian rule in general, but they took it because they had no options. Now, as time passes, the people that run the institutions know that they lost the faith of the public, and they are trying their best to clean up their institutions so that they can win the public back. In the meantime, your authoritarian rule on the other side is um, pissing off people just because they're authoritarian. Eventually that starts to show. So next time there's an election or an opportunity to switch them around, they switch back because now those public institutions are cleaned up a little bit enough that you're preferring them over the uh, authoritarian rule. And then so once again, once all those institutions get too bogged down with bureaucracy and too much uh, uh, theft within the system, uh, whatever you call it, they, uh, uh, then, once again, you have the shift back again. This is a repetitive cycle that keeps going. Now, I want to point out that if we can create a, an institution, well, I want to create the very first public institution that is worldwide that is 100% trustworthy. If we can do that, all of society will take a slight step to the left. That doesn't mean that that cycle will stop, but what will happen is everybody will take us both the right and the left are going to move slightly to the left. And the reason they'll do that is because we'll have a public institution that is trustworthy, and at this institution at least, they, will, uh, they won't lose trust in us if we do it right. So anyway, that's the point I wanted to make. I believe we can build a trustworthy institution. Okay, I just want to say we have five minutes left. Oh, man, time flies. Yes, it does. 
Can well, I I'm going to thank you all for giving us any way we can get another hour, is there? Uh, <laughs> I, I wish. I wish. I just hope that well, we as direct democracy advocates are prepared for the fight because if we are trying to give people the power, then that means that the people in power are going to lose it. And they are going, if we start succeeding, they're going to fucking hate us. So be prepared for That's, every miss. Categorize don't worry. them. Keep track of them. Start collecting this and get organized. That's, that's we will win. Start. But, you know, yeah, can I say uh, a few things? So can I say a few things? I know, uh, I, I know Tony and uh, Brian, you guys got into a little bit of a disagreement online in the chat group. And yep. um, the, the whole point is, is that... We have not resolved that here. Yeah, we have not yeah, resolved yeah. that here, unfortunately. Okay, well, listen. We can agree to disagree, but let's, uh, let's focus on the, the real issue, and that's implementing direct democracy. Because without it, we can't implement any of these systems. These systems would be non-existent. So you need that political system in place before you can you can implement those other um, programs. So Chicken what I'm trying to say is that we all have we all have to work together. Your life easier. It, we, What's that? We both think, well, if if we do produce a really strong medium, it will help direct democracy movements throughout the world. Because yes. if you're just try, because right now they don't people the people you're talking to they don't see the light speed communication systems that are in our heads, so when they do and they have that and they're making money off of it and these other things that at least I plan on helping them do, then then they would have a, a go-to face for direct democracy. Whereas right now we're trying to pitch like let's be like Swiss, like they don't even know what that is, and it, it does it's you know I wish you luck, but I think that what you need is um, a very uh, yeah, I think you need higher technology to illustrate that it's possible. So with that said, um, I, I just want to thank everybody for coming on. Pat, thank you for coming on. Tony, Thanks Brian, and Chris. Yeah. And uh, uh, Stephanie, thank you for this. Uh, again, thank you for giving us this platform so we can uh, have oh, this debate. Oh, it's a pleasure. We, we really I, appreciate it. I enjoy Indeed. this so very much, and spreading the word is my passion, and I uh, hope everybody can – We'll listen to this. I will post it everywhere. It was a very uh, enlightening and uh, vibrant conversation. Thank you all for joining us. And I'm going to leave us. Let me jump in just real quick before you sure. sign off. Sure, Chris. Um, Pat, I'm, I'm really glad I met you. What is your last name? Green. Pat, that's for you, Pat. Pat, oh, Pat, Pat Green. Green. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Yes, I got distracted. Yes, Pat Green with an E at the end. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. I I think that in a lot of ways you're the voice of reason because you're you are a politician and, and trying to make things happen. Uh, you understand the the problems of initiating things. Um, I, I I hope you and Stephanie get to talk more. I hope all of us get to talk more often. Definitely. Um, Definitely. Um, I'm I'm proud of you and I uh, and I hope everybody uh, keeps going about. Uh, their dreams and their hopes. It's uh, it's the only way to help this, this country and this world. And, um, and thank you. And I'm I'm, I'm thank out. Thank you all so. so much. Thanks, Chris. Thank you very much for that. that Good night. Was, was Just stay online and listen to this song. This is Names by David Crosby. Good night, everybody. Thanks, Chris. Good night. Good night, Nat. Good night. Long night. Who really run this land? Why do they run it? Such a thoughtless hand What are their names And on what streets do they live I'd like to ride
afternoon and give them a peace of my mind about peace for mankind. Peace is not an awful lot to ask. Thank you. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.